0: All right, it is Wednesday, September 29th. Riggo, we are staring at October. We got 3 weeks of the NFL season in the books. We're heading into a pivotal stretch here for one local uh, professional football team. And with that, here's Riggo. All
1: right, thank you, Todd. Um I've got to start as I normally do. Can't go football right out of the blocks. So we got to have a little foreplay before we get into the <laughs> The hardcore stuff. <laughs> I was, uh, you ain't gonna believe what I'm gonna tell you. Yesterday, I had to go to the doctor, went down there, I'm all done, I'm on my way home, and I decided to stop at this, this grocery store that stocks Japanese sweet potatoes. Okay. okay. Uh, have you ever had a Japanese sweet potato? Cannot say that I have. Well, once you've had one, the normal sweet potatoes, yams, purple, whatever, ain't never gonna do it again. They're almost like they're injected with with the sugar. They're that sweet. So I thought. And the last couple of times I've gone, they didn't have them, but yesterday they did. But so I pull into my parking spot, <clears throat> and there's a big van sitting beside. When I say a big van, a big a regular like household van you'd haul kids in, not like a commercial van that gotcha. you know where you got repairmen that are using it. And it's squeezed all the way over close to the line, right? And so I, I pull into my spot. For, I pulled in. I didn't back into it because there were two that were, you know, back to back. So I was able to pull through. And and I'm trying to, you know, I can't, I don't want to wedge the other guy on the other side. So he can't get in. So I. So it's tight. So I get out and my door touches the strip. Along the side of this van, you know, there's, they put a strip there, and it must be for this very reason, right. so you don't get your doors a little
0: cosmetic, a little bump out that exactly. protects the paint.
1: Exactly. So I'm getting out of here, and all of a sudden, I didn't, I wasn't paying much attention. There's an old man sitting on the passenger side in this car.
0: What are you doing on my car? It, My
1: was, man. it was Florida all over again. For those of you who don't know about the Florida, you may be new to this. Back in April, I literally backed a car up and touched the bumper of another car and, and, and didn't know it that I'd touched it because I felt nothing. I mean that's so I and I thought, okay, I guess I'm close enough, had no idea. And the owner and his mother come up, or whoever, the some young guy and his mother come up. And this guy is claiming that I've bashed into his car. And there's no damage, but, you know, it, we oh, went... Well,
0: oh, it's my neck! De-escalate! It's my neck. <laughs>
1: de-escalate! This old man, he's an old, you know, codger. I mean, I'm an old man, but this guy's really old. I mean, he's old. And he comes around and he goes, You dinged my car! You dinged my car! And I'm thinking, well, fortunately for me, I didn't call him a hustler because I'm thinking this guy ain't sharp enough to be a hustler. But he's one of those old coots that thinks somehow he's been wronged, and he starts looking at his car, and he's looking at the door. And I said, uh, "Look, I said if that door, if my door did what you said it did, it won't be there. The door won't hit that area you're looking in. It when it opens up, the arc where it swings, it, you're hit. You're about a foot and a half behind Don't that."
0: Don't be bringing facts and math into this. There you go. There you go.
1: So eventually, you know, I talked him off the the, the ledge because, you know, he was getting ready. To, I don't know what he was going to do because this was like, I was almost like at this point just to go, I think I'll just go inside, get my sweet potatoes and get out of here. I mean, who cares? But I decided, to, and I was respectful the whole time. Like I said, I never called him a hustler or anything. But um, it turned out, and the way it turned out, and then I didn't think of this till the end, really. But I told him, you know, I said, "Look, there's no." Da-. I said, "Where's your damages?" And he's looking, he's looking, and I'm, I'm just like, what, what happens if somebody has already, he's got a ding in the door? Then it gets weird, because you know, I literally. For that reason, I don't want—I don't want to bang my car up, right? right? I don't want to screw my door up. So I—and I'm sensitive to this, thinking other people banging it. I'm going—I'm very gentle, but you know, it actually touched his car. So I—you know—I I finally told him. I said, "Look, I said there's no damage," and I said, and, "And and another thing, okay? I said, you see where your car is parked? It's on the line." It's, you go over here and look over on your side. Where you at? You see how much you got? About that much parking space where the other line is. So you crowded my car so much I could hardly get out. Oh, whippersnapper! And, I,
0: snapper!
1: and by, but no, no, that's when actually the facts started sinking in. He didn't have any damage. His car was 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 bore my car, and he kind of went. I said, I said, so the next time, sir, you know, know your facts, okay? Know know what you're doing here, and I left indignant. Because I'm going, come on, Pops. Quit trying to make hey, pull dreams. pull your of... pants down
0: below your nipples, sir.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't address you. You're too old. And then I come out, and I, I, the story isn't quite finished, so I come out, and here, you know, it turns out that he's got a caretaker. The caretaker was probably in shopping. Oh, and, yeah. you know, it's a woman probably in her 50s, maybe early 60s or whatever. And, for, and I'm going, you know, I'm saying, Get back that van out of here, I ain't getting in my car to let vans out of here. And she's going, like this, and I'm going, like, no, no, we're not leaving. And I'm going, and fortunately, I walk up there, and I told her to roll the window, I said, I said, I'm sorry, but you know, you, you, you're you encroaching on this line here. I, I said, and he's got a real problem with me getting into my van, so you're going to have to, or getting into my car, so you're going to have to back your car out. And and, and so she did. and. All of a sudden, another car was backing out over here. Another car was trying to pull in and everything just stopped. And I sat there for, you know, about 20 30 seconds. Nobody's going anywhere. Finally this car starts backing up. The van is too big for the narrow for the spaces here, so it's all screwed. I finally went out, backed out, went around a different way, and as I pulled out and was leaving, they were still down there. <laughs> It wasn't right, Todd. Got, it wasn't right. You got a I weirdo know. magnet. Is I do. I just going. thought the same thing. <laughs> what is that? I mean, it wasn't it was like it was botched up from the very beginning. It, always, it was preordained, Todd. It's out there. It's waiting for it.
0: And I, and yeah, I know you're the kind of guy. Who don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. No. Uh,
1: you know, everybody just get along. But see, I'm ruled by logic. I try to be anyway. <laughs> that's can your problem. Be, and I can be illogical. I'm. But when I see the facts, and you know beyond a shout of a doubt, this is what the facts are. That's when I become, you know, uh, what do you call it, I become intractable. It's like, no, this is what it is. I don't know where you're going with this, Pops. There's no damage to your car. There's nothing to see here. Get back in your I mean, you know, it's one of those type of deals. I have no I have no tolerance. And I bless the people that have the patience. Seriously. <laughs> They'll go, "Oh gee, yeah. Well, I, I really don't think I did any I don't think there's any damage there." I mean, let's look and see. And then we'll look at my car and see if there's a ding on my car. But I don't think, you
0: know. Now is there any chance I, I don't go namby-pamby. Did, did you get that That's too? why I'm
1: not a good coach. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, I just go no, that's stinko.
0: Get, Get the hell out. Go back in. Huh? <laughs> go inside. Do some pushups. Any chance you got to... Did you like ask the guy, sir? Do you mind if I videotape this? Because I got to prove this to my wife and my daughter Coco that I de-escalated this.
1: I never thought of that. Thought that would have been something good. That that was that was in the back of my mind. De-escalate. De-escalate. Did you tell? Did you? But tell I never did escalate. <laughs> that was that was the best thing when well, I like I said.
0: he kind of. I mean, he started exactly. something. Exactly.
1: I mean, you know, like I said, he was. What it, but it is what you said I got the weirdo magnet they just come to the big guy. <laughs> did did well, you uh, but a lot of people think I'm a fruitcake starting you? with Joe Gibbs so <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm there, stuck might a, there might be there might be stuck a reason with
0: this fruitcake. What? <laughs> Gibbs was famous line I'm going to be stuck with this fruitcake. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. But that yeah, that's what a guy says when he's going through post traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> I with this no, 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 you got that all wrong. He's the one that's smelling you. He's the predator, you're the prey. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. That's what Joe didn't understand. So did you uh uh did you go home and were you excited to tell the story to uh Lisa Marie and Coco? I did,
1: but she wasn't I didn't tell it to Coco. I have to tell Coco. I forgot to tell <laughs> Daddy de escalated? Uh-huh. Golf club. I did good, yeah, I did pretty good. That reminds me of another story. We used to have the late Ron Saul and I, we this was back in seventy eight or seventy nine. And we were playing the Baltimore Colts on Monday Night Football. I can't remember which. I think it was 79. Because that was a year.
0: Still Memorial Stadium.
1: No, no, it was 78. We won six games in a row. We were really rolling. Right? you remember that? Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was old Memorial Stadium. And we go over there. And uh, it's a Monday Night game. And so we, there was a player. It was a backup tackle. I'm not going to mention his last name. But but Ron Saul and I's nickname for him was Bunghole Jim. <laughs> and... You might ask, why did you call him Bunghole Jim? <laughs> and of course, Coco asked Veronica co- about a year or so ago, why? Do you remember why you guys called him Bunghole Jim? And he said, Oh yeah, in the shower. <laughs> Ron, this it's going- like like Don Bro told me, ten years and ten miles out of town, you'd you be want to be. That was my backfield coach. And I'm figuring Ron just completely went up on why he was called Bunghole Jim. He was called Bunghole Jim because when he breathed, if a fly was going by, you just watch it just drop out of the sky. His breath was just like a cutting torch. I mean, it was brutal. You didn't. I mean, and I was on the end of the scrimmage, so I had you know the tackle was down there with me, and it was like, oh no, this ain't good. It completely destroyed your will to resist. You didn't want to play football anymore. It was like it Took maybe, everything out of maybe him. he used that as to help him go against the guys <laughs> he was blocking. They're like, Oh my god, you know what? It may have been. I have no idea. It wasn't something he ate because it was day in, day out. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it was sick
0: bunghole break. You know what I'm talking wait to about? Learn the uh, the identity of this gentleman off air in me, <laughs> but that ain't the whole story. Here's the story <clears throat> so we're playing
1: the Colts and the tackle ahead of him, that was the first, you know, the starter, he goes down. And I remember the coach comes over to Bunghole and goes, Okay, Bunghole, you're in. He didn't call him Bunghole. He says, All right, Jim, let's go. You're in. Oh, and Bunghole, the look on his face it was like he had in the mouth was open the green breath was coming out and he was just he was looking like he was probably looking at jupiter or saturn I mean, was, when You're they anus? talk about when they talk about that faraway looking <laughs> <laughs> me
0: <laughs> wait a second
1: yeah so he's you know, looking on tv I, right <laughs> exactly i mean the last thing on bunghole's mind was going into that gig yeah, he checked everything off, and he got down to me playing tonight. Nope, no problem. <laughs> all of a sudden, national TV, bunghole hole, you're in.
0: This is live ammunition, boys.
1: <laughs> I can't remember. If he, he, he might have did okay. But now now the story continues. So yesterday, Coco's on the, on the, on the tennis team she's like the uh, somewhere what is she she's on the double she plays doubles I think she's on the third doubles team second double team I can't it's not important anyway they're on the way (laughs) and so Coco and I've been talking she got I don't know she got demoted one of the girls that was injured prior you know had some kind of an accident or something broke some ribs she finally came back so she went on to one of the teams one of the doubles teams and somebody had to come off and it was Coco so Coco hadn't played in the last couple of matches so I guess according to Coco, there she tells me when I get into the car uh, to pick her up after tennis practice. You know, she could hardly wait to tell me because I'd been telling her, "Well, you know what, Coco?" I said, "You know, I always kind of liked it when you know you got to sit on the bench. I mean, it's pretty good. You can laugh, have fun, do whatever you want. You know, it's like no pressure, no pressure. I mean, you know, pretty strictly the attitude of Joe Champ, Joe Chump, the guy that I've talked about over the years." And So I Coco got into that mindset. She was in other words I was trying to spin it in a way a positive instead of sitting there going and they ain't letting me play And you know, I, and that just really upset me. I'm going look at the bright side of this You got nothing to do. You can do whatever you want. You can text people, you know, what the hell and Coco got into that mindset And so all of a sudden on the bus going over there Coco says hey dad I had a bunghole gym moment today. <laughs> <laughs> and she told me it was this very same thing. She said she's sitting on the bus and she's having fun and laughing and giggling. And all of a sudden, She even bring a racket the teacher goes, Oh, this Kirk, the girl that had the broken ribs was sick and didn't go to school, and the te- you know the, the uh, tennis coach didn't know, so all of a sudden they're down a spot and she's going, hmm, well, we're gonna have to replace with somebody. Coco, you're up. You're going to play today in her place. And that's, like I said, Coco said that's when she had the bunghole gym moment. And it it was true. She, She got all nervous and was all, you know, it was the same. And I'm thinking to myself, it is shocking where you go from knowing that you're out of it, thinking that you're out of it, to being in, you know, you've always heard, you know, when they talk about a guy that's coming off the bench, a guy that all week, you know, when the quarterback goes down. Or during the game, when a, you know when somebody goes down, the guy coming off the bench goes in and plays pretty well for the most part. Then he finds out the guy's going to be gone for a game or two, so you're starting next week, particularly quarterbacks. Right. And all of a sudden, it's a completely different quarterback. Low you see
0: expectations, th- emergency yes. duty. Yeah. Versus, I'm the guy.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what happened. That reminds me of another story. If we got time. We do. Chicago All Star Game. We're uh, playing the. Baltimore Colts, interestingly well, enough. Well, let's
0: set this up a little bit because this, a I, lot of our audience will not remember or know. Exactly. The fact oh, oh, I was going to do back that in the day.
1: No, no, I'm going to. Do, you do that. Yeah, the Chicago Tribune <clears throat> used to sponsor this game in at uh, Soldier Field for years. I don't know how far back it went. I mean, I remember being in Minnesota as a little kid and the All Star game was being played. in I Minnesota. remember watching it on TV. Yeah, the last one was played in. I played in the '71. I think there was. It went '72, '73, and then it ended. I'm not sure. But anyway, it was played there. So you go to Evanson, Illinois, and we practice at Northwestern University. And I know we were there for two weeks. I mean, we had to go down and, and scrimmage the Bears, which on the way down there, I'm thinking Dick Butkus, Dick Butkus, Dick Butkus. <laughs> All I'm thinking is Dick Butkus. <laughs> and once again, it was one of those deals to find out, Dick wasn't gonna play in the scrimmage. He's Dick Butkus. Hey. What's he gonna do with a bunch of punk goddamn? He's over kids? Joe Chump on the side. <laughs> exactly. It was beneath his dignity to be out there with us fools. So anyway, <clears throat> similar thing happened. Somehow, now I'm the now at this point in time, I'm the first running back drafted. You know, I'm sixth overall. But I'm coming out of the University of Kansas, nobody knows who the hell I am, really. And they and then they hit. I don't know if you remember where you not I'm not going to go through the whole lineup, but the 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 point is is that and then I got on the wrong. Blanton Collier was the coach. He was the old Cleveland Browns coach. I remember him? And uh, he, I got on his wrong side because me and this offensive tackle Bob Newton was laughing in one of his meetings, and he he was hard of hearing, and he's you know he's one of those guys. That I guess he was paranoid, thought we were laughing at him, but Ooh. he was, his name was never mentioned. Trust me. Uh, so I ended up being like the third. Back, there was three halfbacks, three fullbacks, and then and then a friend of mine who you know I didn't know him at the time would soon become one of my friends, Mike Adamley, who went to the University of Notre Dame, where we were not Notre Dame, Northwestern. He went to Northwestern, right. and his dad, Tony Adamley, had played. For Paul Brown in Cleveland, okay. Blanton Collier was a coach. He was the starting fullback, so I don't think there was anything fishy going on there whatsoever, right?
0: <laughs> it was all six pick all overall. Up up.
1: Six pick overall. I'm third team running back. <laughs> Obviously, my attitude was <laughs> not right. So, Mr. Collier. So realizing that I, I'm third team fullback. What the hell? Nobody cares. I don't care. this is fine. In fact, once again, I got in the mentality. This is going to be, like, I won't even have to shower after the game. This is pretty cool. <laughs> so we're on the way down to the game, and, you know, we got Jack Youngblood sitting back there. He was one of them. Jack Ham, you know, future pro, uh, Hall of Famers. And there were, you know, other guys, a lot, you know, mostly all first-round draft picks and all this stuff. And I'm, and I'm in the back of the bus, and I'm, and I'm starting to think out loud. And I'm going, oh, man. God, we got to play the Baltimore Colts tonight. I mean, the world champion Baltimore Colts. I mean, we're talking Johnny Unitas and Earl Moore. I mean, these guys are. And all of a sudden, these guys who were going to have to play were having their own bunghole gin moment, <laughs> staring out the window, hearing me telling them how gruesome it was going to be. And they went, Shut
0: up, Riggins, it, shut up.
1: I'm going, Well, okay, guys.
0: <laughs> anyway. I got a little far afield there. Was Mike Curtis on that team?
1: Mike Curtis was definitely on that Bubba team. Bubba Smith? Bubba Smith was absolutely <laughs> on that team. In fact, I did get in the game, anything for a play or two, and I remember I got a holding call on Bubba Smith. <laughs> Bubba Smith and I'm, I just <laughs> – my pass blocking wasn't what it should be. I had to learn that. But, yeah, well, that was my big moment, the 15-yard – and back then, I, weren't holding calls years and years ago, 15-yard penalties, yes. and then they changed it yes. to 10.
0: God, come on, we can't penalize the offense too much, Rick. what fun is that? And they hold on every play, so what are exactly. we going to do? Exactly. That's Well, I tell you what, You know, we've talked about de-escalation and uh, yes. golf clap on your, your parking and your your, your traction on the uh, the weirdo magnets that seem to follow you wherever you are. Uh, so hopefully that's going to get better. But I tell you who better escalate it is the Washington football team. And this week, against the Atlanta Falcons, on the road, and starting with the defense that is truly, truly been abysmal uh, by any metric, and so you know everybody was touting them to be, you know, top three. Even some some of the uh, uh, TV talking heads said in a the number one defense, and could be for years. And you got Montez Sweat and and Mr. Chase Young gonna gonna break uh, uh, Dexter's. And Charles Mann's records, et cetera, et cetera. So you had you had all the hype, and clearly there are major issues, John. Which which what's, what's your what's your take on
1: this? Well, part of it right there, I think, is part of the problem. I mean, you have young people in there. Now, there's two. Well, the oldest is Jonathan Allen, and what? But he's in his fifth year now. Is that what it is? I know. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I know everybody's 25 or under. He's the only one over 25. I think I saw. I that. I think that is correct. Um, and um, so. You know, a little, sometimes you become a victim of your own publicity, you know. you No question. I, and, I, and I would guess that's kind of what's going on. I mean, I saw Coach uh, Rivera's post-game remarks, and that's kind of where I, what he's telling the team, obviously he's not going to say anything. He's not going to embarrass these guys, and Joe Gibbs would have never embarrassed anybody. But put, you, when they get behind closed doors, there may be a little bit of different conversation going on uh, from the standpoint of as, as they've been sold, and we talked about this last week, you know the marketing here was just too good to be true two alabama people one ohio state guy and then you know you know one somebody without a pedigree who's, four
0: first round picks
1: but they're all first round picks high first round high picks high
0: first round picks
1: so you look right away and some of the stuff i've been reading about you know people that have really went to the you know the third down stuff as far as they they've only i think out of how many that 15 there was twelve, rush, I think, twelve plays that were passing plays on third down, and the Washington only sent one blitzer out of twelve. So that means they rushed four eleven times. There was no then they they recorded no sacks in the game, zero sacks. So that's what everybody's kind of scratching their head about, and rightfully so, because and we've we've already talked about this at the beginning of the year. I mean, now you get into a point. I think. You got to start looking at. It kind of comes down in my mind to two, two possibilities or a combination of the two. One is these guys don't have the chops. They are, you know, that they've been bamboozled with where they were drafted. They were really more like third and fourth, fifth round draft picks. I don't know if that's the case. I'm not saying that's what it is. And the other possibility, isn't this is what they're saying, is they're not playing together. They're not playing together. I don't. I mean, that to me comes. It's got to be one or the other, doesn't it? I don't see it any other way. That
0: well, I don't see how. I, it, it, yeah, I, I. I agree with that's. It's it's one or the other. And what's fascinating. Well, and then throw
1: in, and then throw in the fact that maybe one or two or three of them. I don't know. I, for, one for sure. I'm not going to mention any names. Is kind of full of himself at this point, I would I would think. Oh there's well there's no question. You know, he's a- read all the press clippings, comes out of college, you know, yes. a big to do and all this stuff.
0: Yes, and, and I was fascinated to see them crowing as much as they did as an organization and the defense in particular. We're NFC East champs strutting around like they were that, Did they really four. say that? Oh did my they? gosh, John, the marketing and everything else well, got, that's and come, still, But are the players thinking that yeah, I've seen the quotes and everything else coming off of last year and going seven into and the nine? season seven, seven, 7 and 9 7 and 9 I've and never, you backed into it, okay? Oh, you won quite 100%. clearly. 100%. And our eyes were not lying which you were incapable of. So, you know, what I think they gave up over 500 yards to Tampa Bay in that in that in that, in that playoff yeah. game their performance as a group, which I, I was mystified, and it was only because of what you saw on paper, that, that everybody, and it's back to the market that you say, the made Alabama guys, the made this, it's and you can't have number one draft picks at every position, and then also think, oh, they're all going to be great. It doesn't work that way. So your front four was supposed to be the absolute 100 percent stone-cold lock. We ain't got to worry about them this year. Right. It's our linebackers, it's our secondary, can Landon Collins recover, how are our DBs or whatever. So clearly, and you're starting to see the finger-pointing, the, the indirect conversation from some of the players, and starting to point and look at the, was it Del Rio? What has changed? Yeah. So the bottom line is, <clears throat> we've seen some film and some individual breakdowns. Mr. Young is barely getting double-teamed because he's getting stoned. He is getting stoned off the get-go. And we've seen it with our own eyes. And well, had, this is what stunned me. I, go ahead, I'm well, sorry I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Well, and, and Rivera, he's kind of talking around him and protecting him a little bit, like right. you said. And another guy they also are protecting, and they're scratching their heads. Is Mr. Jamin Davis. and this is where you got back to his inexperience. He only started twelve college football games, and he was your first pick. Oh, his head's and, probably spinning. And exactly, and it's a different speed and everything else. So, that's my particular. Opinion on this situation right now.
1: Well, what I'm thinking though is let's just assume that they are double-teaming uh, Then Sweat 99, eating, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, for first-round draft picks, they're gonna double-team one. You know, how does this work where somebody then isn't overpowered or getting in a position to, to get back and pressure the quarterback, hit the quarterback, you know, sack the quarterback. There's something and i don't know you know then like i said you, i guess you get into the scheme of things and then you know that's just not playing together but i think it's a combination of things I, I, and I, what i wanted to bring up earlier was the very first game of the season you're the one that told me this cuz i didn't know i didn't really pay any attention to this charger lo- uh, roster but there was a rookie offensive tackle first game going against defensive, 99
0: defensive rookie of the year the
1: defensive and he never got a glove on anybody that day Fifth, correct nah. Didn't touch him. Now that's that's shocking as hell to me. But then again, he's he's young too. But he still he's got 16
0: more games of experience than the other guy had. Well, zero sacks, and they are in y- uh, total yards per game. And that was their big benchmark last year. Oh, we were no, I think number one gave up the least. Well, now you're 31st, second to last after three games, 432 yards a game. Yeah, 432. And the points. Giants,
1: Giants would have been over 400 yards had they not called some of the, uh, if a drop pass wouldn't have gotten dropped. No and, question. And, and, that, and, and what I would say, a ticky tack call and a holding call on a touchdown run, points. Plus per they would game. have lost that game. I oh, mean, one hundred percent. That's where you kind of look. you I know mean, that, that's that's one of those things where they you look and you go, you you win a game like that and thank God you win that game. Otherwise, this team's sitting there at zero and three, just like the Giants. For
0: not a questionable call on the final yeah. play of the game, they're zero three. Yeah. And exactly. Points so that per is. game that they are giving up—they are 29th at thirty one a game. Yeah. It, so, third down, they can't get—they can't get off the field. This is this is on pace right now to be an historic worse. I mean, they were once again sixty percent against the Bills, nine of fifteen, and this is the worst third down defense.
1: Yeah, there's where you go right there. Of the there. last
0: two decades since San Diego Chargers in 2011 that were at 49% on third down. This is already at 60. Yeah. So Well, th- and that's
1: where you know this thing's headed, which I was going to say is last year they had a lot, of, you know, they had all these stats, but, but they were the type of defense where in the big moment on third, I don't know what their deal was on third down, but it seemed to me that there were crucial times when they got soft. And and so, but their stats look great. But there were moments where they didn't didn't really get get it done when it really can't, crunch time. We, they're not very good in crunch
0: time for sure. And they're terrible at the beginning of the games. They they start off terrible. And then the second half, and, they and show and up. They rally late in the second half or whatever where the stats get bigger. And remember, you won seven games last year. Okay, and I was just mesmerized only based on I mean, if you sat there and you truly watched the games. And this is where. A lot of the NFL play-by-play announcers, as we know, and we know almost all of them, you know, they come and they do the flyby, and they're going to tell you how wonderful everything is based on all the marketing, the packets they get, and a little bit of film that they watch. And that's what was happening with this particular team. It was all about the hype and what they wanted to believe, these four young, talented players. There is time. Okay? There is time. But there's not a lot of time, because here's the reason why. You go down to Atlanta and then murderers row of your schedule you have the second hardest schedule in the league the rest of the way right now New York Giants I believe are number one.
1: Philosophically yes.
0: John, through three games, through three games New Orleans, Kansas City, Green Bay, Carolina he's lost
1: two games in a okay, row. Okay,
0: but do you <laughs> you look <laughs> Listen. Now, that's that's a that's a great half two-game empty, loss. That's full. a great that's a great two-game loss team versus a 1 and 2 True. team that should be 0 and 3. True. They weren't in the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> the Super Bowl? They did get flogged, but that was And their and some of the teams that we looked at, at the beginning of the year that are 3 and 0 already include Carolina, Denver? Yeah. And so your next nine games that I went through, this is unbelievable based on through three games, which is early. So you better take care of business down in the ATL. We're gonna have a lot of free fall Sundays here to play golf, check out the foliage and
1: Yeah, they're starting to change by the way. I already saw a sycamore tree. They're the first to go. Sycamore trees are always the first to go. They're starting to get a little yellowish, a little brown. Well, it's interesting too because I haven't paid much attention to Atlanta. In fact, I haven't paid any attention to Atlanta, but they have a quarterback that he can play. I Man, hell, he was the MVP one year. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he's got. But I don't know anything about him. You know, as far as their offense and you know what the, who their weapons are. What Julio Jones ain't even there anymore, nah, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, he went down the road. They're a hot but mess. But they always talk about how he was always injured, so maybe they're better. Off. You say they're a hot they're, mess. They're a hot
0: mess, and they. But well, they, then I guess you, you, you did, you'd have to say they, Washington's a hot mess. But they did beat the Giants. They eked that out last weekend. Yeah. But that's just it. They are both in the lower lower thirds on yeah. the uh, well on the power rankings. Fourth game right this now. year, and you
1: got a must game win, a must win game. One hundred percent. I see that. What is do you think it? the
0: line is? Uh, did you cheat? Did you look, John? No, I did not. You know I don't do that, Todd. You're oh, the, you were tipped off last week, huh? But that was Zach, Hannah's boyfriend. Yeah,
1: that's true. He, he told me exactly. So I was in the <laughs> ballpark. I, I might have been able to come up with that line. I don't know. I've been doing pretty good on my own though. Now that I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess it's close to an, a pick'em, or is Atlanta like a minus one? It is Washington, Uh, minus. minus
0: one and a half. Minus one and a half. Now, conversely, the Buffalo started out, that started out at nine and a half. Right. And people are like, oh, that's way too big, that's way too big. And it got bet down all the way to seven. They were a steal at seven. They were a steal at seven. And boy, when it was 21 to nothing, you were feeling real good. So uh, this is theirs for the taking, and a, a, a team that has very much uh, got some things to correct here, including one, Mr. Heineke, who, you know, yeah. he demonstrated why he was a backup quarterback in the Arena Football right. League right. He was uh, a year for ago. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what he's got, if he's going to grow. because. You know, he's making a a lot of mistakes that a veteran quarterback in this league would not make.
1: Well, and, you know, think about this. Now, I I don't, you know, he's an extremely smart guy, obviously. He's a mathematician. And, you know, know, the story I read about him, his professors were saying he's got... Super smart. Yeah, he's super smart. Joe Gibbs But that only, that'll take you to a certain point. Then there's that emotional element of it. And I think that's the part... That he's got to work on a little bit more because I, according to the coach Rivera, he felt like you know, and this is what happens to people. So many times when they're when things aren't going well, is you press, you horse it, and that's that gets you into. I mean, sometimes horsing it, it works out, but I think most of the time. It blows up in your face, and I think that he feels like he's got to, you know, be Superman somehow. And there was those moments, you know, where he made a couple of bad decisions. And he did it to the end of the Giant game. He yeah. was one that now that to me is a scary, you know, that's a scary thing about him as your quarterback. And I'm not talking about the pick so much because I think that that was one of those deals where maybe he'd been he telegraphed it, but that DB just stepped seemed like it was he a stepped great play. in. Yeah, I and mean, well, he stepped in from out of nowhere. But then again, he'd been picked on quite a bit. So maybe he kind of, you know, he it, it was with McLaren was a, was the guy right. that was supposed to get the ball, and the, I can't forget twenty four I think it was the number from the Giants, you know he he his senses told him he's going to go back to the, right. my guy and he's been beat burning me all day long, he stepped and makes it but what really what really scared me was that, that fumble that was at the end which was you know made no difference because there was a penalty on the play and it was against the Giants right. That was like loose cannon stuff. You can't. The game was online. It's like he may be one of those he guys. had Some that, bad turnovers. He but, had some bad know, turnovers you, you,
0: against the Bills. What's that? He had
1: some bad turnovers against the Bills. Well, that's what I'm. And that's why I'm. That's why I'm saying that 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 fumble against the Giants is pretty telltale to me. It's like they used to say years ago about one of our coaches, although he's a player, because he was so like excitable and do this. They said you don't want him. You know, handling nitrine, glycerin. Don't, don't keep that away. Do not let him <laughs> defuse any bombs. He's
0: not going to be one of those guys. He's not so cool. We got Bunghole Jim and Nitro John? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe they were talking about me. I don't know. I don't think they were. Because I was always <laughs> over there. I would like Bunghole. I want to be on the bench, too. <laughs> Can't get hurt over here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. See what you can do. Well, I'm safe. This, on the sideline, this,
0: this is a big weekend. It's and, huge, yeah. And th- th- this is humongous, in my opinion. Um, so let's let's see what they got. I One concur. o'clock down in the ATL this Sunday. Now, John, we're every you know, really happy to hear that you uh, in your COVID recovery. Mm-hmm. In our, in I'm our, coming back, and our guy Dexter. You know, he had, and, and a lot of folks throughout this country. So we want everybody to continue to, to be safe. But this I, this is breaking news, and this just came down earlier today. As we this like just to, came out today. Today, as we like to do on TJRS with some breaking news. Dateline Tokyo, Japan. Now, I've about had it with, with COVID. COVID, in my opinion, has now crossed the line. So an elderly Japanese man. After catching COVID, has been has been diagnosed with restless anal syndrome, and the doctors claim this is a world first. And uh, the unidentified 77-year-old man uh, from Tokyo restless anal restless anal syndrome, and that um, he was uh, he was in the hospital for a short period of stay, uh, and he did not require oxygen, and uh, he was breathing normally after 21 days. And, but now uh, he's got a problem, and he's got the essential urge to move, and apparently I certain. Uh, he can't sit still because of the restless anal syndrome, and that he has to move, because if he sits for any prolonged period of times. He's got he's got a problem, and he it, you know it's what's the it problem? actually is what's the problem? And so it, it's actually a neurological condition that's off of restless. it's real. It is one hundred percent. But I thought you said the first time ever. It is the first. It's their first diagnosis based on COVID. Oh, but it's this is an isn't, offshoot of it, COVID. It,
1: Oh, okay. This is like a uh, what do you call it? A comorbidity? Uh, or yes. I don't know if that's exactly what you'd call it. But well, something like that. so
0: it's part of the like the restless leg syndrome you've heard of. Is that where people got to shake yes, their leg gotta up shake and down? Their legs all the time, and it's a neurological Uncle Jerry. condition. <laughs> Uncle Jerry, one hundred percent candidate. Yeah, that's him. Now they did not identify this seventy-seven-year-old man that was. we have got to see. Well, there's a Jerry's lot of bad. ways you
1: can go with a restless <laughs> anus, or and what is it called? Restless <laughs> anal, anal Syn-
0: syndrome. Uh, Doctor Nakamura said COVID impacted the patient's nervous system, and I'm not sure fully understanding how. Uh, this grew into the situation, so they, they they couldn't figure it out at first, and then they diagnosed it because he could not sit still. Going to the bathroom was terrible, and they said it's the area between the uh, perineum mm-hmm. and the uh, that that area under there, where you know that area. And that's the aer-
1: also, in, in, in uh, what do you call it, street parlance, that's also called
0: the taint. But that would be <laughs> did, speaking to Dr. The, Riggins with would, the clinical diagnosis. Right? And, yes, yeah, the, the exactly. clinical diagnosis, and he had deep discomfort. The gentleman, uh, he, he couldn't sit still. So he actually is in the best shape of his life now because he's had to run and Could walk. Can he sleep? No, sleeping was problematic. So they finally have diagnosis and got him some drugs to provide some relief while they continue. So they basically put him on a uh, some neurological drug that also helps with anxiety and other things to to calm down the uh, the anus. I
1: think they well. should fly him into Afghanistan because I think they're picking poppies. No, poppies are back in May. I just <laughs> heard that. I didn't know that. You know, that's when they're starting to make all the, the opo- opioids. I'm still, you gotta help me out on this though. What actually happens when a person gets the restless anal syndrome, what happens?
0: I mean, are the you air, in pain? The ear it's it's, or it's does it it's, is are you it's, itching it's, it's yes. It's itching, it's pain, it's and they said it's like a sensation that won't stop in that particular region and it that the discomfort is so overwhelming by sitting or being in one particular place. I don't it's not hot per se, it's not a hot zone. But the only way that it kind of calms itself down, and is it? Uh, uh, I'm gonna is, go
1: out on a limb here. <laughs> would he happen? Is he gay, or did they say anything about know. that? It had
0: nothing to do now, with. Now, if sexuality. it was me,
1: and I had, a, I think I would consider becoming gay. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> never know, could could help. It might be better than drugs. I have no idea. Give it <laughs> and, a try.
0: And you know what? I think Riggo really is out.
1: Yeah, I think I, for sure. Uh, we're going to close it up with that last comment, and we'll see you next week. Rego out.